Welcome to Karl Marx Does the Watching Up. Where we ponder ludicrous metaphysical nonsense in the time it takes to make five Tesco basic microwave meals. Which is 21 minutes. Brilliant. I'm Shai Telly. And I'm Ilyas Kassam. And this evening, we've got with us Terence, the teacher. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for coming on <laughs> Terence. Thank you. So Pleasure. Just, yeah. After, you know, months of you guys, you know, pursuing me, I decided to come in. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you, Terence. Thank you. Or is that the real story? <laughs> is that the real story? Well, we just, well, yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean, there was two, there two, two parallel universes, one in which we pursued for, for, for me, months, yeah, and, and the other one where we just met you, you just on the now. street, just now <laughs> on the street, <laughs> and you were right? listening yeah, yeah. to me talking about my near-death experience to a yeah. friend. That's in the audience today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and here hey, I Jill. am. Hi, yeah, Jill. Yeah. Hey, Jill. Hi, Jill. <laughs> Can you just say something so they know that you? Hi, there uh, you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I, so I wasn't eavesdropping on the conversation. So perhaps for me and our audience, you can tell us about this near-death experience. So yeah, so this is something that I haven't really shared with a lot of people. But Jill is a close friend, and we're having a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> So and, and then someone was this. listening in, and here I am on a podcast. <laughs> but maybe, maybe it's time that people know. So in 2014, uh, it was a Saturday night, 8th of November. I went for a dinner with a girlfriend of mine, and we were discussing life and death, actually. And she's quite you know, you know, older than me. Was she alive or dead? She was alive. <laughs> okay. And we were talking about what we think about life. And she was like, she's always been ready to move on to the other side. And I was the like, side of life? whatever she thinks it is, wherever okay. it is we go. Okay. And I was going, no, I want to live forever. Because okay. I've always thought I want to live forever. Um, and so it was quite a fascinating chat. Walked her home. And then as I walked home myself, I started feeling that the world was just getting smaller and smaller. And I just thought this is very strange. And I got to my gate where I live. And as I stood Sorry, in front of my coming gate. Coming smaller and smaller in terms of... It felt Could like it was it always folding in. Wasn't there oh, yeah. that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Inception, where, where everything like... folds in. Yeah, it yeah, felt okay. like that was what was happening. It was narrowing, basically. And when I stood in front of my gate, I suddenly had these two voices talking to me. And, the vo- and I've never had voices talking to me. But it was like a clear voice saying to me, just go and lie down and sleep. And it will be the best sleep you've ever had. Whoa. And it felt so, it was so comforting. But then I had another voice. Now, in that week, someone had given me a book called 59 Seconds to Change Your Life. And this voice in my head was going, you've got 59 seconds to save your life. And the chapter that I'd read in the book was about if something happens to you in public, you've got to point to someone and tell them to either phone you know, the ambulance or the police. Because we always think that people will actually jump in and help, uh, but they're waiting for someone to take charge. And I'd read... Yeah, so you have to point at them. And I remember, and this voice was going, you've got 59 seconds to save your own life. And for some reason, I listened to that voice, walked around to this hotel reception, walked up to the receptionist, and I said to him, you've got to phone the ambulance, 999. I will sit over there, and I'll wait. Sat there, was texting people saying, I don't know if I'll make work tomorrow. Ambulance came, I don't even know how long it took. They said, you're okay, but we're going to take you to hospital Few hospitals couldn't take me. The one that they eventually got me to pushed me into the A&E. As they pushed me in, it was 10 to 12 on the 8th of November. My heart, I went into cardiac arrest. Whoa. And they told me afterwards it was 20 minutes. They shocked me nine times, burned away some of my skin, because they do it in two places. Yeah, yeah. Wait, sorry, what was 20 minutes? My heart, my, oh, yeah. 
my, my heart stopped for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, and then they defibbed him. And they defibbed nine me nine times. times. They also obviously did resuscitation, broke some of my ribs, but they kept going because I was quite big, looked quite strong. And, and obviously um, a young man. I looked young, yeah. etc. Et and they didn't give up. And I came back and then they put me in the ambulance to another hospital. Apparently I had a subsequent cardiac arrest, another 10 minutes. Um, and then obviously they fought for my life. They put in stents because they found that my arteries had folded into each, into each other or they weren't opening up. Bloody hell. And um, I sat, you know, for 24 hours, apparently they didn't know if I was going to survive or not. And um, afterwards I was told that for 24 hours they weren't sure I was going to make it. And that is in that time that I obviously had this experience, which I was privately telling Jill. <laughs> And then obviously was overheard. Um, and, it, and, it, and it's very simple. Up to that point, and I'm very honest, I struggled to believe in afterlife or us going on. Yeah. Because I don't, it's not necessarily an afterlife. It's just continuing in another form or in whatever you want to call it. Is that what you meant by when you said that you wanted to live forever? Did you mean you Well, now I know that I am living forever because this is not who I am. The energy or the source that I am that's playing this Terence in front of you is always going to exist. That's in, never ending. In like a myriad of forms. Like it won't. Whatever forms. I will choose different forms to experience in, come back in many lifetimes, whatever you want to call it, reincarnate, whatever. Because it's an information system and the information system is expanding and it's playing through us so that it can learn and expand even more. It's evolutionary. And it's fractal, so it breaks down and gets smaller and smaller, and it just repeats itself. And that's how it learns. And so you came to that conclusion in the 24 hours? No, I can, that's subsequent. Uh, now okay. I can say it to you. Yeah. But in the 24 hours, I had a visit, and at that point I didn't understand what it was. But I had four guys that were standing around my bed. This is when you were having your This was when I was apparently trying to survive. In, but in the 20 minutes? In the, no, 20, the 24 hours. Well, it could have been oh, in the okay. 20 minutes. It could have been in the 20 minutes. It could have been in the 10 minutes. But to me, it felt like 24 hours. But I was told 24 hours later when I came to that I was between, you know, they didn't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I was going to make it for the 24 hours. But the, 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 the visit felt like they came back and then they go. And then they come back and then they go. And every time they came back, they would stand around me and they would sing to me. But the feeling I got, and I now understand, because they weren't making a sound, but the feeling I got was they were singing and they were inviting me to go with them somewhere. And wherever that was, was something going to be amazing. And that's where I belonged. And I belonged with them. But typically me, <laughs> you know, I was like, no, I'm not ready. And I actually did use a swear word. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear because I'm not really someone that swears. But I did say to them, go away in a very nice way, continuously. Mm. Because so you felt like that was something you made consciously? I made decision. a conscious decision, strangely yeah. enough, that I wasn't ready, yeah. that I still yeah. had to do something. And what was quite interesting is that I had just brought out an app um, before my heart attack that was quite successful, and it was called The Train Trip. And it was based on hypnosis, but the background sound was... A train. And they sang a song called The Caravan of Love. And the invitation was to join them on this caravan of love on this journey, wherever it was going to take me. And I kept saying to them, no, I'm, I'm on the train trip. I'm on the train trip. I can't go on to the caravan. <laughs> so do you think it was your app that kept you, that brought you back 
to the living. I feel that or I wasn't you, finished with that journey. He was committed to... I was finishing... <laughs> I was committed to finishing the train trip. Oh, so if they'd offered you a train of love, you may have I gone. might have gone. Yeah. You might you have never gone. Yeah. Maybe, should, maybe the sign is to work for TFL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, but actually, so I do think... Uh, it's amazing that you consciously made that decision. Why do you think you consciously made that decision? I think that we know as a force and energy, whatever we are, soul, IUC, whatever you want to call yourself, yeah. consciousness, when you're done and when you're not done. And you felt like you weren't And done. I think I wasn't done. But so you think, you know, there's a lot of people say near-death experiences, they have a similar kind of thing that they, there's this choice, right, mm. presented. So, but do you think Oh, that I didn't know that people have a choice. I... I always think that they just taken up down that light and then they're there. Oh, yeah. And then they said, okay, we want you to go back. That's the stories I used yeah, to get. Okay. Yeah. Where with me, yeah. I was going, no, I'm not going with you. I didn't even go there. I was like, ah, okay. I'm yeah, and I need to finish my trip. Okay. That's what I felt. Yeah. Was different. yeah. I, get, I mean, I'm sure you know a lot more about this but than then, me, but what I know is yes. this like, force of uh, energy kind of pulling you. Upwards to none, that. None of that. The, I was conscious okay. that I was in a bed. And that you had And that I had these people standing okay. around and they were inviting me. But I knew that if I said yes, then this experience would have been over. Would have been over. Okay. This avatar. This avatar would have been done. And yeah. Then okay. I would have moved on. Now, you know, one of the theories that I've always believed in, you know, in the science is that your brain releases chemicals. Like endorphins. Endorphins yeah. and stuff to make it easier for you. Um, subsequently, in the last four years, I've been researching, and you know, one of the theories that I've come up with or that I've found is that we're an information system and we're playing through these bodies, which is avatars. When we leave the avatar, just for this energy to amalgamate back to where it goes, it gets transitioned. So it gets given something that's familiar, that feels safe, that's still Earth-connected, so humans or a mother... There's not really a mother waiting for you there on the other side. It's just the information of the mother that's transmitted to you to make you go. To go, oh, okay, my mom's, yeah, it's safe, I feel safe. Uh, and then once you're there and you've settled like, in. No fucking armbands, motherfucker. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> then, then it all goes and then you amalgamate back into and, what you are. And that's like a really beautiful theory that like transcends all religion or, and everything, right? Everyone wants to go back to their mother or to their, go and see their father. Well, go and see a lost loved one or something. There is that, isn't that? There that we is. Think that we will see yeah, 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 yeah. We always promise, like, that's yeah, a very, we'll see that's that a, again. That's yeah. a very human thing. Yeah. And, you know, and unfortunately, you know, let's be logic about it. If you think about how many thousands of years people have lived on this earth, do you really think everyone's mother is sitting on the other yeah. side <laughs> waiting? For, because there's, now there's no, no one yeah, even coming like anymore. one huge maternity. Yeah, yeah. yeah precisely. <laughs> waiting, you know, one after another. Yeah, I yeah. think whatever's on the other side has gone back into redistribute itself and experiencing. Yeah, and I think a, that's it's, I, yeah. all these things are just like creating like forms that we can relate to in order Precise. to come to that. Right? Yeah, Precise. Exactly. Just like because different forms of religion. Same yeah. like the yeah. Just like fashion. Some people yeah. like Prada, some people like Nike, some people. Yeah, yeah. It's different strokes for different folks. Yeah, so, but it's also interesting that you get the, the, you know, the two things that attempt to you as the mother and the virgins as well. And it's quite, <laughs> normally you don't, you don't want the, yeah. well, it is what, two realities. Yeah, but, maybe your mother introduces you to the virgins. But it depends on your beliefs. It, bel <laughs> it depends on your culture. That's true. It depends. I didn't yeah, have yeah, a mother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so yeah. I grew up in an orphanage. So there was, I had no connection to a mother figure. Mm. You know, so they had to find something that I was connected Which to. Which was interesting. Why do you think they picked these four characters to try and well, sway you? Well, subsequently, you know, I did some research and the song was sang by the House Martins. 
the Caravan of Love. And they were four guys. And As I you didn't know the song before. I didn't know the song before. Uh -huh. So I went and Googled it afterwards. And the, the main video that they made is actually in a church. Oh, really? Where the guy, and I, as a kid, was brought up a little bit religious. Yeah. So I think that maybe that was where my internal connection was. Because he stands on the pulpit and he goes, stand up and join yeah. the caravan of love. And then he invites people to the front. And then these guys, because one of the guys stands on his knees and he gets up. Are you, are you okay over there, Jill? <laughs> Just say, woo! Are you, you haven't transcended to the other yeah. side or having a near-death experience as I'm talking. <laughs> are you still that good? Um, so I think maybe that was the connection I made. And then with music, obviously. You know, because that's a, that's a language that we all connect to. Yeah, yeah, and it transcends language and stuff. Yeah. It's amazing that it would be a song that you hadn't heard before. Yeah. And moreover, that you heard it clearly enough that you could then Google yeah, it. Yeah. Like that. Well, the name I remember because it. it was very clear, Join the Caravan of Love. Join the Caravan. And well, I was why, like, why, why I'm not ready. I'm on the train trip. Why Wait, can you, you sing it? So can no, you I can't. I don't, I'm not the Why would you turn that down? Is it a part of you ever thought, like, I should have gone on that caravan? No. No, no because subsequently... This reality that I'm in at the moment is expanded. I've shared more. I've learned more. I'm so excited about this. If I had moved on then, it would have been a wasted life, I think. And think it's, just my own, it's just my own belief. I, because I had a heart attack at a point where I was having, I had a number one app. I had, you know, an interesting life. I was living a life that an orphan shouldn't have lived. Very successful. And I was unhappy, disconnected. A healer, but not healing myself. But Forgot about who I was. But it's interesting that, you know, like you said you were unhappy, but you still chose not to go. I think there are a lot of, if there is yeah. a choice up there. If I was unhappy, I'd be like, yeah. If I was unhappy, I, yeah, exactly, well, I probably would have well, gone. Well, I said to someone, yeah. um, I had a chat with a lady yesterday, and she was we were talking about my days growing up in an orphanage and in foster care, which was tough. And I said to her, one of the things that I remember as a kid that I said over and over is if I just go on for one more minute, one more hour, one more day, it will get better. Ah. It was one of those things that I always just believed yeah. that the suffering would yeah. end if I just tried one more time and kept going. And I think maybe again, that was part of my thought process. It's amazing, isn't it? It's, it's just so much more. to unravel in this story. But I guess, yeah, this, yeah. Is, I, this is why I'm always struggling with like anything, like these near-death experiences. It's always explained so like ethereally it's so it's such a beautiful experience and yeah. you're invited to this great place i'm like why don't, why don't you just go like why yeah. why do people so that's why i'm thinking is it do you think the because that the few people there's there's fewer people who have near-death experiences than people who die yeah. so is it just a small fragment of people who choose not to go well let's look at it if we look on that the other side is an information system greater consciousness whatever mm. maybe every now and then it wants to just wake us up that there's more going on than what we realize. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it sends one or two people back just to tell these to tell, interesting okay, stories yeah, yeah. to people like you. But, but, but that we're makes idiots. You think. The thing is, we're idiots. Like, we're, we we'll probably we're, have you on the podcast and then we'll think, oh, that was cool, that was interesting. But when, like, we're never going to believe this to the same degree that you do. You can't, right? because Without all experience, experience is subjective yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's, you, it's mine. Yeah. I can share it with you and it might make you more interested it's, in all yeah. these things. It's mine. Yeah. But, but me sharing that with you might just make someone else think, they must be, maybe there's something more yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's all it's about. It's just creating that awareness or that maybe interest that but, there's more to the story. I, yeah. I, but I, I think, think it, yeah. 
I actually think the key part of the story is those two voices that you heard before you collapse. Totally. Because you yeah, don't yeah, often yeah, get... Because that kind of feeds into you not dying and still having that choice. It was almost like... yeah, It's so like a premonition. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, you know what? And that's great that you said that. Because yeah. I even think that from the other side, they were giving me the option that maybe you're not done yet. Yeah, so they, exactly. they made it easier for me. Because if I had my heart attack in the flat, I would have been gone. You would have been alone, right? If I had yeah. the heart attack just before the ambulance got me to the hospital, I would have been gone. Yeah. It was almost... And the fact that it said 59 seconds, which actually made me speed up, yeah. I rushed to go and tell them. It was almost like I was being guided and helped that even the other side wasn't ready for me to move on, that maybe I still had something. Maybe I was supposed to you know, survive so I could be on this podcast tonight. Yeah. And talk to you guys. Well, definitely. You know, but, you know, even, <laughs> even that book, you know, there's a client of mine yeah. that gave me, that told me about the book. And for some reason, I just never collected it. And he kept on and kept on eventually said, listen, my PA will drop it off. Please, this read is, it. Yeah, get it this it. week. And then I read that one chapter. And that's, <laughs> and here I am telling the story. Hey, maybe we shit. should. Oh, you didn't even finish the book. Yeah. yeah I just read one. the one chapter. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, let's not read this book. Because okay. it's clearly like... Well, maybe clearly, we'll, maybe like, we'll read the other chapters. Yeah, yeah. Don't read this book. Only when you're ready to move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Only when you're ready. Then you... oh, shit. So maybe it's yeah. to do with the... Oh, fuck. But also, yeah, the illusion, the idea of choice... Like the ring. There's two things. Number one, I think regardless of how happy or unhappy I was, I think I would have taken that choice to go on to the other side. Especially, no, especially if they, they invited you in song. Yeah, it's I, <laughs> such a, so I would definitely say, like, oh, you're singing. Yeah. Like, I'm coming. And I think... The other thing was, like, you know, we've got, we've got a friend who said that at birth, you have the same choice. You have a choice to choose your parents, but you don't really have a choice. It's just kind of given to you. But this, that yeah. death... Yeah, she remembers being born. She, she remembers being born and she remembers choosing her parents, but she didn't really have a choice in that. But this is like the first thing, the first time I've ever heard of a proper choice in life and death. I think It's that, amazing, isn't I it? I think we do have more... Of a choice than a we realize. choice than what we realize. Yeah. I think we've disconnected from our real power and stuff for whatever reason. I think we've got caught up in this game. Yeah. And we've limited ourselves. And I did, because I'm a very pragmatic, scientific, orientated person that has to make, you know, make sense, be real. And it took, you know, two heart attacks to make me go, oh, shit, maybe but, there's more to this. Than well, what's, that, like, what's the relationship between the near-death experience or, like, you know, the heart attacks and, like, the idea of a simulation? Like, like how, do, how did you... Well, well, yeah, what, well, what happened with that is that I, because of my background growing up in, you know, different foster care homes... I wasn't connected to one religion, one belief, one faith. And I was trying to find answers. So everywhere I was listening, you know, to Judaism, you know, whatever. Whatever was out there, I was trying to find it works for me. And I could not believe in a soul. I just couldn't find where does a soul sit. I couldn't believe that my soul sits somewhere here between my heart and my, you know, abdomen. It just didn't work for me. And then when I obviously survived the heart attacks, I started researching. One of the things that happened is... Someone said to me, you have to meditate. So I found meditation and mindfulness. But again, I'm not into oogly-googly stuff. I can't, <laughs> I can't do the oms and the arms and sit in a certain position because, first of all, my joints are too stiff. So I can't even do yoga if I wanted to. Yeah. I wanted it to be scientific. Once I found the science behind mindfulness, I wanted to know, but where's the soul then? And then I discovered this American guy 
that, it, that has this theory. And he's a physicist. And he just explained it in such a pragmatic, logic way that once I finished reading his 900-page book in three months, I was like, I have a soul. There is, there is something outside of this that is playing through this avatar. And it just makes total sense to me. Doesn't matter really what, you know, you're, it's a metaphor. Whatever works for you. Wherever you come back, you know, your background, your faith, it's a metaphor so that we keep on playing this game. So that we keep on experiencing because whatever is out there, God, universe, consciousness, it wants to experience this because it's evolving through this. Don't think that God is already made and perfect there. It's still expanding. It's fractal. Even above God, there's something else. Yeah. So, the, so the, the, this experience is like a kind of... It's like a school in, it's which, a school learn, in which we God le- learns about itself. Totally. Mm. How can you love if you've never hated? How can you appreciate life if you've never died? Do you understand that? I mean, how could you taste food and love the taste of food if you don't chew it? I think that's a really interesting thing. Well, oysters. oysters yeah, yeah, are good. yeah. But, yeah, but whatever. I mean, oysters... It's a very pragmatic theory. Yeah, because yeah. then... But, I mean, but seriously, that, yeah. that I always knew is that... It's in the experience that you have an understanding. Just like you said, you can't understand what I've gone through because yeah. I've experienced it. How can greater consciousness understand all of this if it doesn't it experience it? it? Yeah, yeah. But how did, you, very... how did you experience it? Which like, part? Uh, the part where you know you're, you're almost dying. Well, well, I mean, I've t- I, the part was that it just your consciousness, or did you, were you in a body when you when they were singing to you? I felt that I was still in my body because I felt I felt like I was holding on tightly. And did you? I think if there was a comic yeah. strip, it would show me, you know, with claws and I don't know whatever, yeah. maybe some belts around me, going, I'm not letting go. But so I felt that I was still very present. But I I understood that the communication, because it wasn't verbal, was on a different. It was a different different field. Different consciousness, a different experience. Because I wasn't talking. Yeah. And obviously the doctors and the and nurses the, that were fighting for my life, I mean, they didn't hear me talk. Yeah, they didn't know what you were Because I had pipes through. on my throat yeah, and yeah. I had a, a hole yeah, that they had to put in and, you know, for oxygen and stuff. But it was, still, it was still happening in language because there was a song well, there was a, in English, Well, there was right? communication. Ah, but the song... Language, language is man-made. It was a communication that creates an understanding. So you just know. And what you heard but, but, was the song, but maybe they weren't singing. But they weren't singing. Well, well no, it, it felt it was music. It felt like music. Ah. It felt like they were singing. And then all I knew was they were inviting me. And all I got was join the caravan of love. And that's why I went and researched it. Because it was a song, yeah, caravan yeah. of love, Church. and it was four guys. And then when I Googled it and I saw it was the house mark, yeah. oh my God. But you don't know that it was, necessarily, you don't necessarily think that they were, they said the caravan of love. That's just the message, like the it's encoded me- message. Yeah, yeah. totally. Was it was, it yeah. was again a metaphor that I would relate to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, it was so clear. It was but the funny thing is that, and this is a very personal thing, which I'm not going to get into, <laughs> but strange enough, caravan and I don't have a very good relationship because of my childhood negative things around caravans and myself has happened. So do you think that played so, a big role so in So it played another no? big role in why I would not. Oh, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, even yeah. Though they, so even though they thought it was inviting me to something beautiful, and I felt it was, yeah, it yeah. was the caravan that deterred me. 
So that adds another layer, maybe, that adds yeah, another layer another to layer. the message, right? That yeah. maybe they didn't want you to come, but they had to offer you. They had to offer maybe, maybe yeah. I had the choice. Yeah. I had the choice and they had to make me understand I had a choice. But from the other side, I was almost giving a little bit of a yeah. push. Maybe that was a sign that it's a bad choice. Or maybe that yeah. you have to confront the caravan. Oh, yeah. Oh, have I, have no subsequent, I have subsequently done a lot of confronting. Yeah. 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 So actually, I think, I think what's really important is, have you heard not so much the caravan of love again, but those two voices that you heard before your cardiac arrest, have you heard any voices like that again? Not, not that clearly, no. Not, not that clearly? No, not that clearly. I mean, I do, you know, I do think that the information can, you know, be downloaded to you. Yeah. Some people call it channeling. Some people call it spirits. Again, it's a metaphor. Yeah. It's not some woman going, ooh, Joe, I'm yeah, <laughs> I'm your grandmother coming to talk to you. The information system just knows that Jill will listen to her grandmother. And, ooh, Jill, you know, that red dress that you wore, taps into information. Oh, Jill will connect to Jill. You've got to change your life because it's trying to help Jill because it supports us. As much as it's here to experience and to learn, we are supported more than we are. This is always right as well. I thought we spoke about telepathy, right? Yeah. Like this information system. Information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can download stuff from different areas. That's where that's where I things get uploaded to the consciousness. Precisely. Totally. It's like a computer program, and it's evolving continuously. Mm. But what it has to do, and in a computer program, it either has low entropy or high entropy. Okay. Yeah. Now, high entropy damages the computer program. Yeah. And low entropy adds to the program. So... Ah, lo- okay. Maybe. So, when yeah. you make decisions, there is no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. There's either high entropy or yeah, low, low entropy. entropy. And that's okay, because if you make a high entropy decision, which some people would call bad yeah. or wrong, oh, really? okay, the computer system will just, you know, get rid of it eventually. Because it needs the low entropy choices to help it evolve. So low entropy choices is what we most probably would call the right ones or the good, good ones. Choices, yeah. Because in the information system, there's no judgment. There has to be people that are bastards and assholes. So that people that are kind and nice can be you know, tr- you know, stepped on and hurt. So that both experiences can be experienced. So but the, then you're saying they're, they're not really kind people, they're just less entropic. The, no, no, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying that. No. I'm saying that everyone is yet to experience something different. So, but it's not right or wrong. So if you're the kind, nice one, you're the kind, nice one. If you're the rich one, you're the rich one. It's all okay. Yeah, yeah, you've got to... We are all, yeah, and you know, some, you know, you most probably in a previous life was a beautiful woman. <laughs> And then in this one, you thought, oh, I want to be a real man now. <laughs> this time around, a hairy man. Yeah, 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 a hairy man. And here I am. Yeah. yeah but you were probably a hairy woman. Is it that black and white, though? Is it like, you know, there's a nice and kind one, and then there's like a bad one, and there's... No, no, there's no, no I bad. Just I just a, said there's no bad. Just a simple, yeah. Oh, I just yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hello? Yeah. Didn't you listen sorry, to me? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> there keep is no right or wrong. Jill, this is where you are. He was listening to your voices. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, which one? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. There's no right or wrong. And, you know, yeah. and even in, you know, and for me, having grown up in the way I did, you know, with, you know, the story of an orphan, blah, blah, now I understand that it wasn't a sad story or a poor me story. It was an experience that I chose and I came to experience it, expand, hopefully through that learn to make low entropy decisions. So I add to the pot. 
But the pot is me, the pot is you, it's him, it's her. We are all part of it. Now I understand when they talk about we all one. Because before, it was like, it's me. I've got to survive. I want to be the best at what I do. But if we are one big collectiveness working towards one big understanding, everything I experience helps you. And everything you experience helps him. Then suddenly, my choices change. I mean, then I don't... It's not that I then act kind. I have to be kind. Because how can I not be kind to... To the, the part that's part of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah I think that's definitely... Well, then, so then living it's not, proof then it's that not, is that you're here right now. Yeah, then it's not even we a moral you, issue yeah. anymore. Then it's a, you know, how yeah. can a person that's in a body be unkind to his hand yeah. or his finger that's part of yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something really And that's why about I, that. I enjoy yeah. your relentless dating life so much. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're living it through <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, I'm living through Jill. She sends me the photos. No, Well, I think the biggest thing is as well, it's just... You know when people have this sort of experience, they almost spend so much of their life trying to chase that experience again or have an, achieve a similar experience. Whereas you seem to not be wanting to do that. You seem to have accepted that you've learned from this. Every day been... offers a new experience. And that, I, that philosophy I had since childhood. Yeah. And there's a new possibility. You can sit in a cafe near talking to your best friend and, <laughs> and some guy can be listening <laughs> in, eavesdropping. <laughs> And invite you for a podcast. You know what I mean? But, that's but what, also, that's also, what makes it so amazing. Yeah. Also, if he's trying to revisit it, he has to go get a heart attack. You probably don't want to have that many of <laughs> them, right? Yeah, it's, but I mean, you it's know, not like me. No, but I understand what he says things. because we can, yeah, yeah. like, the pleasant experience. Yeah, that experience. Yeah, so no, you, like, yeah. And you learn so much from it. Like, would you want to see what yeah, you can yeah. learn again? But, but I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the casing that it came in for you was a heart attack, right? Two. Yeah, yeah two. So. Yeah, so you, maybe the second time you were chasing it. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's not a fair thing you, to say. Did, no. was, there, was there any fear when you were saying no? We, we have a fearful of coming back to a body that wasn't, you know, in 100%. Not at all. You were happy to come no, back? Regardless. I did not. That wasn't even a consideration. Because, you know, like that were, I wonder if that plays into some people's choice. If there was it was choice. not even a consideration, strange enough. It's funny. No one's asked me that. Because there was this strange understanding that I would come back more perfect than I was. There was, a str- there was just that knowing. It was just implied. Yeah. Just like, yeah, but even if I came back, yeah. now if I think about, now that you've asked the question, with the speech impediment or brain damage, that would have still been perfect. Because then I would have been, you know, Jill would have to care for me, and in that she would have learned, <laughs> you know, as a nanny, that would have given and her... And you still would have chosen to come back. Yeah, I would yeah. still have. Yeah, because and that's the most beautiful thing about it. That's why we, yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do it? When you want to go and sit up there and just be energy and... We can't wait once we've gotten back. You get bored. You come back. Yeah. And it's just... And I've just got it. And that's why I think I had it from day one. Even, you know, when my mom was killed and I survived as a kid, I was like, I'm full on. I'm, yeah, I'm on like a scone. I want to do this. And this is why when I sit with people, you know, obviously I'm a therapist, a teacher, mindfulness. It's not about the teachings that I teach. It's about... This unequivocally love, connection, excitement for, the, for having life, for having this moment. And I just want to somehow give a little bit of that to people. It's like gratitude, That's isn't it? He's just happy that he's yeah. alive, he's thankful. I'm, he's alive. And you want to disseminate that. Yeah, you want to yeah. disseminate that message, right? That's a way to play, put it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, this is really beautiful. I was not yeah, expecting yeah. this. Me neither. Yeah, I didn't expect your such a real experience as well. Because I know you were yeah, saying yeah, that it's hard for us to experience it. But it feels real because I it feel, feels real, I yeah. actually feel something now. And I'm not someone that 
It usually feels ugly googly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, can, can I say what was the difference in like feeling before? The, okay, so the heart attack you just spoke about, yeah. that was the first one or the second one? Well, they were so on the same night. They were both yeah. on the same oh, okay. night. So 20 minutes oh, okay. and then you had another yeah, one yeah. for 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. 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 So you really yeah. should have passed away that evening. Yeah, they, and by all, most I mean, and, you know, just if yeah. we want to go scientifically afterwards, I'm supposed to have heart you know, damage, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Subsequent tests have shown no heart, no heart damage. My fiber survived. I'm on no medication, came off everything from blood pressure to blood thinners to statins. Everything is perfect. The last test, they said they can't even see. They wouldn't have believed if I told them that I had a heart attack. No way. Yeah. And what about, Do you want so, genetics, like, yeah, but like, what about prior to the heart attack? Were there any warning signs that you... No were warning in? signs. No. Because it seems... Like no, just... none of your family have ever... Well, like... I grew up in an orphanage. Yeah, it's oh, foster okay, care. Yeah, but you weren't on any heart no, medications no, before that. No. Yeah. It's amazing, it's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But it's amazing that those voices came and gave you that warning. You had... It, it was like clear. You had two it choices, was clear. didn't you? You had a choice. Yeah. But I think we always do. We just don't know it. You know, when someone said to me, I had no choice... I, I quietly now know we always have a choice. This is free will there, right here, right? Yeah. That, that has free, free will, will, right? Yeah. Well, th this, this guy that I follow calls this uh, energy that governs this avatar, he calls it the free will unit, consciousness unit. Wow. Because yeah. it's based on free will. Because it's only in free will that you can make a choice. And that's the only way we learn. Yeah. But then there's still a there's the free will, but there's also like a knowing you were talking about, right? Like you know you had to come back. N to, yeah, no, totally. So but that knowing is when you leave this little avatar behind yeah. for a second or two, and then, connect to what you really are, and then you know what's supposed yeah. to be. Wow, beautiful. So there's no Terence. There wasn't in, in this moment there was no Terence in this. There was uh, th there was something that I really am. Whatever yeah. we want whatever to call that, that. Okay. whatever yeah. that is. But you didn't identify with yeah. it as no. Terence. No. Okay. Have you ever had any negative feedback to this story? Never. Because, you know, the, like uh, my grandma passed away and it makes me, the idea that she had a choice, I don't know if that makes me upset that she chose not to come back. Yeah, not to stay with me. Not to stay with me, right? But I can't understand obviously why she went, uh, but it, the idea that she had a choice and didn't come back. I don't know if I want that to resonate, if you know what I mean. Well, I don't like this. I don't know if I like this idea of a choice. No, but the people who love you are probably happy that you came back, yeah. right? It's probably the people who are singing the caravan song who are pissed off. No, but <laughs> also, no, but, yeah, but, but I, see, around, right? I see his point that he's thinking, if my grandmother had a choice, why didn't she hang around? Yeah. But what you need to understand as well is if we are yet to experience, and beforehand, we make, like your, you said, your friend said she knew she chose the parents. Yeah. You, cho you choose the experiences and the teaching and the learning that you have to go through. Once it's done, it's done. No matter how much you love the people that are uh, here, once it's done, it's done, you know it. And then you can, from the other side, she can support you, guide you. She can send me here tonight to yeah. tell you that yeah. it all will be yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once it's done, it's done. And then you move on. Mm. Yeah, and she knew that you had to experience the, the loss of someone that you care for because how would you know what it is if you haven't gone through it Yeah, yeah. because now you can share it with me Yeah, and in that is the lesson and that is the growth the expansion you know because one person can say my grandmother died so I become a drug addict I, you know, I start drinking I don't know I give up on life and another person creates a podcast and starts asking questions you know it's just choice 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 but you learn and you expand
no matter what your choices are, you expand. This is uh, really nice. so you have no choice but to expand, but yeah, within yeah. the expanding, you have no choice. There we go. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, but it's yeah. beautiful, but it's, it's also so easy that like, we just do it so naturally, like you said. Of course, yeah. we just expand without even knowing. Yeah, but that's yeah. also like a good way. It's like, of... it's like a snowball, you know, you yeah. go down that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. mountain and it just grows. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what makes this experience that we are in so wonderful because once we get rid of all the do's and don'ts and oh, you shouldn't and cannot and it's right and wrong yeah, it's, it's so yeah. free oh my it's god so free. but i like that because i always find free will to be quite a unfreeing concept yeah, yeah. determinism much but this is a really nice way of having like a free will mm. within the construct of freedom precisely yeah. but also understanding why if you are really connected to what you are you'll understand why your free will choices will actually be good for all of us yeah and mm. i think yeah. And then, then you can get rid of morals and religions and culture yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything, right? Everything. But then we'll have no podcast. You know, maybe that's what I should teach. Terence, maybe that's why I'm Terence a teacher. A total new church we shall start here tonight. Yeah, no, we, right. don't want to, we don't want to use the, you know, the church as a <laughs> metaphor. But, you know, just like, you know, yeah, yeah. new beginning of something. Just a the thought. caravan of love. That's the caravan, the caravan of love. love. Uh, no, but caravan's negative connotations. Yeah, but that's more powerful <laughs> than like than using the metaphor. Yeah, like they in the in the reverse way that it was. That also, it, it means might, to you. Wait, it might be under copyright. But, but the, the only, house yeah, 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 yeah precisely. Right. Yeah. And yeah. also, caravan <laughs> to me, the caravan is very small. We want something. We want more okay. people on board. No, no. The car car free car people are allowed to join the church. What about the caravan site of love? What caravan site of love? Something like that. We can do something. Well, something. Well, let's just create a movement. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. A movement. Because TFL. that's a movement. Uh, the there we go. Well, I think you've definitely got me as a follower. I'm yeah, happy yeah. to join this free. Well, it's very, very freeing. Um, I, I, you know what? You've made my day by saying that. Yeah, yeah, no, really. I always say that if I walk away from one person and I've given them something that makes them think or feel that they, that's changed them, my work is done. Yeah, it just. I think maybe this is the first time I've heard a near death experience from someone sitting in front of me as well. I think we often hear them secondhand or I read about them. It's, it's nice yeah. to get it right in front of me. I've read a lot of books on that before and then I used to find it quite like, oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? It yeah, is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. But it, I think it's if you take away the metaphors and all of that behind it and you just look at what it's about, what are we about, then it's simple. Yeah. Computer system. Computer system, yeah. It's so simple. I think that's a perfect place to end it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank no, you. Thank, thank you thank so you. much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This, this is, is really uh, thank you for listening in. Yeah. On <laughs> my private conversation. No, thank you for being so like like you said. Uh, atypical, just coming in. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank Joe. you to our live studio audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>